1: The Decibel Geek Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris Sinzak. All
3: right, welcome back. It's that all-important time once again. Time to rock and roll like you do every single week. We're your boys, we're your podcast. We are the Decibel Geek Podcast. I am Aaron Camaro, and guess what? He's back from Nam in California. My man right here, Chris Sinzak. Welcome back, man. Hey, how's it going? It's good. It's good to have you back.
4: Yeah, yeah. I went all California, now I'm back.
3: Yeah, you did, man. I saw all the updates on the Facebook page. Man, you had a good time out there. I did. My liver is still (laughs) recovering. We actually talked to Chris all about it, and we recorded a big old episode of the Chris and Aaron Show for our VIPs, so if you want to get the uh, inside scoop on Chris Sinzak's experience at Nam in uh, Los Angeles recently become a decibel geek vip it's all there for you it's easy it's a great way to help out the show and uh get a bunch of extra content for yourself including that
4: yeah this yeah this week's one it's basically an entire other episode it's over an hour long
3: yeah yeah big long episode of the chris and aaron show this week so that's Mm -hmm. that's cool stuff also you know you're gonna find out this week i guess let's preference this as you know the kind of the running joke around here at Decibel Geek is that podcasts are awesome mm-hmm. and radio sucks. Agreed. But, you know, even we know that there are some exceptions to that rule. And I think the number one exception to that rule is our guest today. Yeah. Which is Luke Carl. Luke Carl's back on the Decibel Geek podcast with us. And he works of Sirius XM Radio and he does not suck in any way whatsoever. No.
4: Luke he's Carl is a, awesome. He's a super cool guy. Yeah. The Ayatollah of Jack and Cola.
3: That he definitely is. And we have a lot of fun with Luke Carl today. We're going to, oh man, this we're doing six songs Luke Carl thinks you should hear, but yeah. this conversation goes all over the place. Yeah,
4: which you can't do on radio. No, no
3: definitely, definitely not. So it, it's, a, it's a lot of fun. Um, one thing I guess we really ought to say before we get this going, this episode was recorded before Chris went to California. True and before the packers and the chiefs were both eliminated from the NFL playoffs <laughs>
4: that's also true and i wish you hadn't have brought that up yeah
3: yeah man still a little pain over all that but yeah we're it's funny that we're we're talking about uh how great it's going to be when the packers and the chiefs are in the super bowl <laughs> oops uh... Yeah, that's not happening. So listen back to a happier time in our <laughs> And another great plug for VIPs, by the way, is like when you when you guys listen to this, you might feel like you're missing out on an inside joke. Well, the VIPs are not going to miss out on it because they are going to get the full, unedited version of our conversation with Luke Carl. Yeah. Without the songs, without, you know, any bells or whistles, and uh, totally unedited.
4: Yeah, the naked version.
3: They will enjoy the inside joke. But uh, the rest of you will have to figure it out and bear with us.
4: And can I give another plug for the VIP? Yeah, do it. Um, Those of you that are big Vinnie Vincent fans that listened to last week's episode with Bobby Rock will. uh, well, remember that I apologized for not getting Bobby's thoughts on the songs "Ecstasy," "The Meltdown," and you know I'm pretty shot.
3: You were pretty uh, broken up about that. Yeah, I
4: was pretty upset, and uh, so I reached out to Bobby and said, "I feel like a moron for not asking you this stuff." And I had initially said, "Can you just send me a text or an email with with your thoughts on the on those songs, and I'll mention it next week's episode." Well, he did me one better, and he actually sent me an audio file of it's like five minutes of him talking about each song. And, uh, very cool to do it. And, um, you know, it didn't really fit into the format of this episode or the next one. So it was kind of like, well, we'll make that VIP content. And if you if you sign up even for the dollar VIP, you'll get access to that. And, yeah. and uh, I'll put it in there and uh, you, you'll get to you'll get to hear it. Uh, it's just another advertisement for it. And, uh, you know, hey, we the show every week is free, but, you know, the VIP is also a very important part of what we do because it helps keep things going. Right. It helps us
3: out a ton and we enjoy doing it. So, you know, all kinds of cool stuff coming for the VIPs very soon. Yeah. If you'd like to become a VIP, check it out at decibelgeek.com or go to patreon.com. That's who we do our VIPs through. So, all kinds of cool stuff available extra things for you if you love the decibel geek podcast speaking of people that love the decibel geek podcast it's the people that leave us sweet sweet five-star itunes reviews and while i've got a really awesome one here yeah chris there's a problem what's that this is the last yeah the last one. So, like, after this one, there are no more.
4: This was the one that I could scour this week, and I had to go to Canada to find it.
3: So, yeah, we're going to need some more iTunes reviews because we are at the end of the line here. Yeah. And, you know, if if this is the last one we ever get, yeah, this is a good one. I hope it's not the last one we ever get, but it's five stars. It's entitled Five Thumbs Up. That's a lot of thumbs. That's a lot of hands. A lot of hands, a lot of thumbs. Like you say, it comes to us from Toronto, Canada, from Adam G. Andy and I, G. What did I say? Andy, you said Adam. Oh, oh yeah, Andy G. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and it goes a little something like this. I love you guys. Well, I love him, too. We love you, too. Recently, you turned me on to so many things. Detective, Ace Fraley solo stuff, too many to mention. I write the names down in the middle of the night. I've been drumming since 8th grade, or grade 8, as we say in Canada. Hey. I'm a VP, stuffy banker now, but fortunate enough to still drum with my band, The Big Wigs, at charity events in the Big T.O. We cover Cheap Trick, ACDC, Bowie, etc., mostly 70s. I'm a little older than you guys, so I remember seeing the made-for-TV Kiss movie premiere on my parents' Fat Box TV. I am sure that your Canadian friends have told you about Gatto. You know about Gatto?
4: It sounds familiar, but I don't think I've ever listened to it. it
3: says here, if you like Pat Travers, et cetera, check out Gatto on YouTube. It's out there. Check oh, it out. Wow. That is our five-star iTunes review. comes to us from Toronto, Canada. We love it a lot. Yeah. Thank you, Andy, for leaving that for us. We appreciate it very much. And, uh... It's the last one. All right guys. I don't know what's going to happen next week. Well, I do if you guys don't leave. I one. don't
4: know what's going to happen next week. I'm going to go out and buy Kleenex this week. You guys better not make Aaron have to use it next week. So I don't somebody cry. better leave an iTunes review or we're all in a lot of trouble.
3: If anybody's paid attention to my Facebook page this week, you've already known. Yeah, know he's
4: had a bad enough week. I've done enough
3: crying this week. Yeah, I can't do any more. My tear ducks are dried up and dusty over my Comanche.
4: And you guys just have to listen to it. I have to witness it.
1: <laughs>
3: Do me a favor and leave it a review, please. Please. All right. Okay, well, all right. speaking of the people that love the Decibel Geek podcast, I happen to know... That a lot of people loved last week's episode with Bobby Rock. They did. We had a lot of fun talking to Bobby. He was such a cool dude. Like Chris said, he Mm -hmm. he sent us some extra stuff for the VIPs to enjoy and was just an all-around awesome dude and just cool to be around.
4: Yeah, not only talented, but really cool as a person.
3: I think you guys got that vibe.
4: Yeah, and a lot of the comments were... He seems like a great guy, And, yeah. and you were right, totally right. Um, and uh, before I get off to the list of people that that shared this, I got to give credit to um, Olivier from Sleaze Rocks for doing an article about the episode, which right is on. really nice of him. And uh, also uh, Victor over at Earpeeler sharing it on on the Earpeeler page. Heck yeah, Victor, our guy. Check out Earpeeler if you like blabbermouth for rock news. Go to Earpeeler; it's the same thing for for a rock podcast.
5: Do
3: it,
4: yeah. All right, Geeks of the Week this week are Justin Melrock, Alex Michael. Alex Michael from Shameless shared it. Oh, cool. Uh, Anthony Britt, Greg York, Brent Cattell, Anthony Viscani, Brian Knapp, Joe Lescon Mark Alden-Taylor from Freeform Rock Podcast, Keith Doyle, Ryan Sessions, out, Alex Thorne, Eric Senzak. That's my brother. Yeah, he is. Uh, Paul Watson, Tom Cullen, Rich Canamar, Ian Wiley from Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, Thomas Mukaji, Dan Shapu, Matt Ashcraft, William Douglas, Joe Royland Sit and Spin with Joe, Wally Norton, Heron, Heavy Metal, Doug the Devil, Derek Labo, Martin Wenham, Mike Stewart, The Riff of the Day, Gino Ames, Greg Broderick, Ken- Roy, Rock and Ron Runyon, Justin A6, Warren Money, Paul Stam, Shane Aber, Rob Webb, Jeffrey Mendenhall, Thor bjorn Olson, Andrew Kiss, Brad Schick, Dave Koska, Derek Novak, Christina Green, Trevor McDougal, Paul Corn, Adam Cox, Aaron Baker, Todd Cunningham, Chad, Pollock, Calhouns, Brad Kalminson, Baco, Snark at the Moon, Baco Photo, Cobras and Fire Rock Podcast, Miguel Burrell, The Rock and Donkey, Darren Haig, rain of Zeus Eric Moore, Sean Franklin, Stephen atchison Donna Burgess, Nick Rose, Daniel Lee, Jason Mayhart, Ernesto Aguiar, Richard Stritch, Tom Smoke, Graham Spark, David Glenn, Colin Francis, and the Mooger (sighs) Fooger.
3: Wow, man. I see the little veins bubbling in your forehead.
4: All right. We got a lot to get to, so
3: that's awesome. You guys are gonna love this conversation with Luke Carl. You know, he's one of our most popular guests we ever had. That's why we keep having him back. You know, you guys love it and enjoy it every time. This will be no different. So enjoy for yourselves this week on the Decibel Geek podcast. These are six songs Luke Carl thinks you
5: should hear.
4: We are back for another six songs that blank thinks you should hear and this week blank is Luke Carl. Heck Welcome yeah. back. How the hell are you?
2: Good. It's good Fine. to have you back over, man. Podcast well, this is number 2. Yeah. yeah well, we got well, this to, is
3: your first time in our in the Decibel Geeks yeah. studio. Yeah, we went to yeah. your
4: studio last time. Studio, my
2: my house, your kitchen table. Well, no, the oh, last, last, last time was a serious but, but, studio. Yeah, yeah, that's
3: right. So technically, this technically this is our fourth one. Now. Fourth, yeah, cause yeah cause because the I came out for the dwarves. Well, yeah. and but then, well then that's five then because remember we had the one, the first
2: one, we never we, recorded, it. we lost. It. Oh, that's right,
1: <laughs> that's right,
2: <laughs> that's right. And then the second one we actually recorded. We went yeah. to the studio, uh the Bridgestone in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: and then. Well, we, no, because we came back. out, did we? Did we do it? At the did house? we do a second one? No,
4: we did the dwarfs yeah. one at the house. The dwarfs one. Okay. Me and Billy Hardaway went to the. That's house the one for we the got dwarfs.
2: really wasted. It's, it's, it's a curse free, curse friendly podcast. away. Uh, <laughs> we got really wasted, and and then and, and then at the end of the night we ended up doing Mitch's podcast. Or, you, or, well, you you or you and Russ did. Yeah, I had to
4: go home, but yeah, but yeah, you guys were hammered. Oh my God
2: russ is nuts man every time he calls me i'm like all right what am i doing because we text all day right right and i'm like hmm he's calling me it's after eight o'clock and that's nine o'clock eastern time Mm. he's gonna be hammered but i know it's okay (laughs) to answer if he facetimes me i know it's a waste it's a lost cause 'cause because he's not even gonna be able to form a sentence right he's like it's rusty and i'm just like dude usually i'll just turn him off but if he calls me I answer and he ends up repeating himself over and
4: over the same thing over and over. I'm like, "Dude, you're going in circles here, man." Yeah. But uh,
2: yeah, I love it. Yeah. It's a
4: daily routine with us. When <laughs> we drove up that day, we drive up and we get out of the car and I hear gunshots. <laughs> I'm like, "What That's the my fuck house. is going on?" And it's like the Canadians had to, they wanted to fit in in Tennessee. So well, they're they not even close to illegal intent or to, to legal in Tennessee. In uh Canada, Canada there's yeah. no such thing as guns
2: up yeah, there. Yeah, they were yeah. super
4: excited to be squeezing off a few rounds.
2: Even a 22 is like unheard of. Right. What's his Packers helmet, man? That thing looks authentic. Yeah, man, that's an old school Packers
3: helmet right there, huh? That's cool. We're celebrating the Super Bowl Super Bowl victory early.
2: Okay,
4: awesome. I'm pulling for him. Right on. I got no skin in the game, and uh, you know they're great. He's a Packers fan. I'm a Chiefs fan, so yeah, we're hoping it winds up with both teams in the Super Bowl. There you go. And And it could. And then then the podcast comes to an end because we kill each other. How do you guys (laughs) know each other anyway? (laughs) Craigslist. I I was I started the show, and then if... I can't uh, tell if you're joking. No, It's no, for, for real, yeah. Craigslist. Uh, I started the podcast in April 2011, and then, which those of you listening know this story pretty well. Um, a <clears throat> few months in, I did it by myself for a while, and I was just like, I don't know, this would be more fun with somebody else. Or also, actually, I was just looking for people that wanted to either write articles or something. And uh, I got a few people responding. Aaron was one of them, and it turned out he lived 10 minutes away from me. Yeah. And I just said, if you're a fan of... Vinnie Vincent, L.A. Guns, Poison, basically the, had the Crew. list of all my favorite bands. Yeah. And, uh, contact me. This is something that you might want to be part of. Well,
3: that's the funny thing because in the meantime, I'm at my house on the on the Craigslist looking for a real job, yeah. um, and so I saw this and I'm like. Whoa, yeah, you know, I've, I've got radio experience, you know, I could do this, you know, this sounds cool. And so, but I don't know what it is. I don't even know what a podcast yeah, is. You yeah, know, I've yes. never
4: even heard of it Most before. Most of the people that responded at the time, they're like, what is a podcast? So, you know, I talked to him.
3: Do we call on the phone or? Yeah. So he's like, well, come on over, you know, so I put on my best kiss T-shirt and the bandana, and the <laughs> sunglasses and all that stuff, you know, get all rocked out and head on over to Chris's house and meet him. And I'm talking to him. And at the time he had a producer Mark, kind of working yeah. with him. And, uh... So they're like, well, you know, excuse us for a minute, we'll talk. And, you know, I'm thinking, well, this is an audition. You know, this is no, this is really something. You know, these guys are on to something cool here. So I step outside, and I'm having a smoke, and they come out, and they're like, yeah, you know, we'd really like to, you know, bring you on board with this. I'm like, fuck yeah, man. How much does it pay? <laughs> well, you know, maybe someday down the line. I'm like, yeah, I don't care. It sounds cool, man. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. You know? I
4: sold it well enough to where he did it for free. So. Yeah.
2: <laughs> how, how could you not, though, really? Right. Come on. That was for fun. You know, and like I
3: said, you know, I worked in radio in Wisconsin on on a rock station. And, you know, it was, I guess, a different time back then because I could actually get away with sneaking in songs. You know, it wasn't all just dead to the playlist. You know, mm-hmm. it was supposed to be, but I could get away with sneaking stuff in. and Sometimes you didn't. You know, and I would say I'd get in trouble a lot. Yeah. You know, but I wanted to have the free reign to be able to l- hear my audience, you know, play their requests, play stuff that I know they're digging, surprise them with things. I remember one time I played uh, Snowblind off Ace Fraley's 78 solo album, and the phone lines all lit up. And I answer the first one. It's like, man, I can't believe you're playing. This is awesome. Next one. Dude, I can't believe I don't ever, never heard this on radio. Next one. This is great, man. We love your show. You're the best. Next one. "Um, This is Steve. (laughs) What are you playing right now? Yeah. The boss. my
1: boss.
3: (laughs) Oh, man. Were you
2: even supposed to be taking phone calls? I could take phone calls and I could
3: take requests. But the story was always, you know, take the requests and say, yeah, yeah, you know, I'll work on getting that for you, but don't play them. Right. And I'm like that's lame, you yeah, know? Yeah, that's yeah. this is not the magic radio that I grew up in love with, you yeah. know? This is you're ruining it. You know, I don't understand. You know, and so I I said, "Well, you know this ace really so well And you're like, uh uh-uh. uh like, well, I just before I talked to you, I answered three or four phone calls that really loved it. No. Yeah. You know, you do it again, you're fired, you know. But I do it again, I do it again all the time, <laughs> you know, and they they would never fire me, and I'd just get in big ass trouble all the time. Yeah. And so then to do this and have free reign, you know, we're our own producers, we're our own bosses, you know, we can play, say, do whatever the hell we want to do, and I love it, you know, and that's what really keyed me into wanting to do it was the freedom to talk about the bands that I thought i thought deserved to be you know showcased and chris like i said the list of bands he had set up was like these are the bands you know and at the time you know xm really wasn't something that you know, like the, I mean, yeah, there was the Boneyard and stuff like that, but it wasn't big like it is now. You know, and so at the time it went, I felt in like in
2: 2011 when you started this, yeah, yeah right, yeah, you know, and I think so it was just the bone in eleven. It would have been the Boneyard, yeah, it was just Boneyard, way more yeah. limited than it is now. Yeah, and yeah. then Ozzy took a, before that was called the Buzzsaw. Yeah, yeah, and uh, when the merger happened, they took they changed it to Boneyard, and then then uh, when it, it must have been 2000 and. It was right around that time, probably, yeah. when they switched it to Ozzy's Boneyard. That's when I got my first shift, actually. Right. For those of you who don't know who I am, I'm uh, <laughs> the Ayatollah of Jack and Cola. Hell yeah, he is. The manor, a man of the hour, the tower of power, too sweet to be sour. I'm always ripping <laughs> off Macho Man Randy Savage. Right? Nice. it's a good model. I'm a jock on Ozzy's Boneyard on Satellite Sirius XM, uh, Satellite Radio, and also uh, Hair Nation. And that's when I first got my first shift. I was on Hair Nation already, and I got my first shift the boss called. Uh, the boss at the time was, uh, and still is, uh, Jose Mangan who rules. He's on Liquid Metal. Yeah. have yeah. him. Met him. He's very cool. He's the coolest guy. He yeah, loves metal more than anybody. Oh, yeah. And he just, it's like, you could not have painted a better job for that guy to have. It's not even a job. You know, it's just but like, I, he's I, like the ambassador of metal. Right. Yeah. And he called me up and uh, he said, hey, uh... Ozzy's taking over the Boneyard. And I wasn't even... I was on a different channel, so he didn't really have anything to do with it. But I used to hang out in his office, and he had, like, pot plants in his office and a Jaeger machine and shit. (laughs) Right on. And a big, fancy corporate building, and he had Jaeger. It was was just nuts. But um, he called me in the office, and he goes, Hey, man, Ozzy's taking over the Boneyard. I'm like, Oh, that's cool. What does that mean? He's like, Well don't say anything yet, but I think uh, we're going to give you the late night shift on Saturday nights. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you know? So that's kind of how it all started for me over there on the the Boneyard. So um, it was a little difficult for me because I'm like, do these, do they want, you know, because like, on FM, it's nothing but Stairway and, uh, you know, Sweet Home Alabama right. over and over and I over. I hope over. you
4: picked those two.
2: I did. <laughs> cool. Actually, I picked... Uh, so no one uh, hears that. Uh, working for the MCA, you know. Yeah. I, I dug a little deeper, but... Did uh, say so
4: I mean, Inner Sandman?
2: <laughs> yeah, Inner Sandman, totally.
4: <laughs> Here's one you don't hear very often, folks.
2: Oh, you got to Mark Slaughter, the new album. Is that that's yeah, autograph? Yeah. yeah, he signed that for
4: that's us awesome. we, when we had him on the show last year. He's the year. coolest guy. Yeah, yeah, he is. nice guy.
2: You know, they picked him to be the new Donald Duck at one point. Yeah, He does really? the best yeah, impression He, d- he yeah. got the gig And then he said I, They wanted him to move to LA To be the new Donald Duck And he said I can't leave I, I want to stay here in Nashville And I didn't know He was offered the actual job Yeah he, I just it, knew he did he A great impression like, uh, It was He was the guy huh. Next time you see him Ask him to do
4: Donald right. yeah He on. did it for us The last time We took over yeah. An O'Charlie's one night and, Oh yeah and, that's right And he did it for us oh, That Charlie's. night too yeah. Nice Yeah out in Franklin we, well, we went to like Three different places Trying to find a place To sit down and do the interview And we uh, first we got a Panera Bread And then like they're, We're closing and then we go to Starbucks. We're closing. Like, well, shit. So, like, the first half hour was spent following Mark from restaurant to yeah. restaurant. And then finally we got to Charlie's, And they're like, we're closing. But the waitresses are like, you can stay. It's okay. Nice. Yeah, yeah at all. And <laughs> yeah, they They, they yeah. were
3: awesome. The waitresses, you could tell, were just all over the corner. They're giggling yeah. and pointing. like, oh, look at yeah.
4: this. Mark's ladder. Yeah, you know? of course. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. so the interview. Cool. you hear him come by. You need anything? But, yeah, he was super cool.
3: And they basically kept the place open for us that and let cool. us sit back there in the corner of the restaurant and interview mark and just let us have run of the place it was cool
2: absolutely that's, yeah. that's awesome man yeah he's the power
3: like, of mark slaughter
2: the nicest guy yeah. ever, his, gene his wife's simmons, super cool
4: gene simmons impression is pretty spot on too. yeah
2: every i've only heard him do maybe two or three but every time whatever impression he's doing i'm like man this guy is good
4: <laughs> good you with know? voices with uh but, but no so he what, where were we?
3: Well, so I was going to say, you know, because coming from that radio background, yeah. I know you too. You know, you you are playing songs that you know are, I'm sure are kind of regimented, and you know, as a DJ, I'm sure there's a lot of songs that you would love to play on the air that you really don't get to, and that's why I thought you would be perfect for this.
2: Yeah, right on, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, we do have a lot of a lot more freedom as far as satellites concerned because there's a lot of tunes that, you know, like for instance, when you guys asked me about this, I'm like, let me let me just top of my head dig into some van halen you know and uh, mm-hmm. and so i pulled up van halen 2 on wikipedia because that's my favorite van halen record and it's their best album
4: in my opinion.
2: i love it it's it's the first one i got into and it was like it, ever th- that day when i discovered that record it was this dude um captain kirk we called him he had a motley crew tattoo and i was working at a mexican restaurant with him he said take this record you're gonna it'll change your life and i was like you're right man you know so I went and I googled uh, Van Halen too, and I'm like, because I was at work when I, uh, I hate to call it work. I was at the radio station while I was getting ready to do this, you know. And I'm like, well, shit, I'm already playing every single song on this record on my on on Aussie's Boneyard. So, am I breaking the rules? Because, but I think you guys were talking more in an FM sense, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, break out of the box of the Sweet Home uh, Alabama. Absolutely, yeah, right yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, let's dive in. I'm actually going to start with something that might surprise you a little bit. Okay. Maybe. What, what are we going to hear? It's, it's 90s. 90s
0: okay. Van Halen?
2: Ni- no, not Van Halen oh, at okay. all. We're going to get to the Van Halen. Okay. But I'm going to start in order. Uh, this particular song, I uh, it was the only one that actually just popped into my head. Okay. The rest of them, I had to sit down and think about it. Okay. And this is a tune that I used to DJ a lot back um in the in the bar days. I used to in New York City I managed a bar. I've worked in 19 different bars, but I managed one for years and years. And uh, it was all rock and roll all the time. You know, we've already mm-hmm. talked about this right. on a previous podcast, but uh, we, we played, we had every Friday was nothing but hair mm-hmm. and I wore spandex and, and the chicks went crazy because they just never seen anything like that before. Cause they were too young, you know? Right. Anyway. So on the, not Friday nights, but the rest of the nights of the week, this is a tune that I always thought was like, it's pretty heavy. So it's, it's not, I can understand why it's not like open to the masses Mm-hmm. You might turn a few like your you know your uncle's not gonna be maybe that into yeah maybe your okay your grandma's not gonna be that into it <laughs> they
4: both subscribe so I'm really worried
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um it's it's so well written and every single time I played this song in the club in the bar I should say it was just like yeah man this is this is the real deal so I'm going with uh, White Zombie believe right. it or not cool from uh, what was their first record in my eyes but it was their third yeah record overall. Uh, Les Sexer Sisto and the tune is um, Thunderkids 65 man I just I don't know what it is about it every time I hear that song I'm like this is a hit yeah and this should be played constantly all over the airwaves everywhere
3: first time on the headbangers ball when it came up and it was what they was it smash it or trash it or something like that that was the old radio thing we used to smash is this smash hit or should we trash it you know and that was it was one of those and i if i'm not mistaken that first headbangers ball that played on was the one where kiss was at the troubadour Mm -hmm. when they were doing the revenge
2: thing and they were just hitting the clubs yeah
3: and i think on headbangers ball it got the thumbs
2: down. Well, on on, uh, on Luke Carl's podcast, it's getting the thumbs up. Thumbs
3: okay. up. It gets the thumbs up from oh, us, no. too. You know, Looking back on that, I can't understand how it would ever got... The people watching the Headbangers Ball would have gave that the thumbs down because it's such an awesome song.
2: Yeah, and the whole record's great, too. Oh, yeah. sure. Actually, the, their second record, and and I hate to dwell on the 90s, although I might get back into I, the 90s again they in a minute. both grew up then, so... They're so... Well, they're, in my my eyes, it was their second record. Their third record, Astro Creeper. That's the first yep. record I ever remember with the parental advisory sticker yeah. on Oh, really? Yeah, I remember going in the record store at the mall and being like, what the hell is that, you know? Yeah. But, uh, Astro yeah. Astro Creeper's pretty great, too. I bought Thunder Kid really 65. You play that at 10 o'clock at night in a bar, mm-hmm. you're pretty much guaranteed to get laid. Nice. <laughs> That's why I picked that one. Awesome.
3: Or in a fist fight.
2: Well, there's that, too, yeah. <laughs> with the chick that you're about to bang. There you go. Yeah. <laughs>
3: little sport fucking at midnight with some white zombie soundtrack nice. nice
4: that was back in my rare b- band playing days that was one song i could you play. were in a band yeah I let's used to talk play. about that i'm sure you already have but i i knew, i haven't heard it It was it. nothing of any note but when, when <laughs> how old were you where did you live i start well here in nashville yeah um, you're born here yep yeah i'm from nashville originally i started playing in first band 17 and played clubs at 17 and then on and off through my 20s just, but no, nothing beyond local stuff, you know. But uh, originals, yeah, mostly oh, cool. originals, and then you know, of co- course, covers here and there. Bass, guitar. Oh man, I would have picked bass. I did pick bass. I wish I had picked bass because no, get, but you, you just can, seem like a get, bass player. I do. Okay, well you can get you can. Pl- my tongue is really long, but uh, you can get more gigs playing bass than you can guitar. Your tongue is really. Long. Yeah. <laughs> I spit up blood from time to time too, so it does make sense.
3: So uh, that's uh, from a perforated ulcer, though. But that's true. Yeah.
4: <laughs> don't give away my mystique, man. <laughs> Getting older, <laughs> scenes. Uh, well, all my secrets hell are of a being bass, given away. Hell of
3: a bass player. <laughs>
4: But yeah, Thunder Kiss '65 was a song that we used to play pretty regularly.
2: Oh no, kidding! Your band played it. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, I had Look a that. singer
4: that could do a good Rob Zombie impression. That's tough to do.
2: Yeah. And speaking of uh, totally random, today's Rob Zombie's birthday. Is it? All right on. Yeah, I saw it. I think That's on uh, this day in metal. Oh
3: okay. well, happy birthday, Rob Zombie. Yeah. I'm sure he's listening.
2: Yeah. Well, the day of the recording, anyway. <laughs> still up to a White Zombie reunion. That would be. Pretty yeah, yeah, cool. yeah. A great I think band. he's. His movies are great too. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like his movies. I've only seen two, but I liked them. I like a couple of Devil's Rejects, didn't really care for what he did with Halloween, but
0: oh, the Halloween, yeah. yeah,
4: but no, yeah, but Devil's Rejects is great, House of a Thousand Corpses, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. good stuff, yeah. I like both throwback horror, you know? sure, yeah, I like that stuff, kind of like Texas Chainsaw, oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. it's like
3: 70s horror movies with kind of a new feel to them
4: right i
2: love yeah yeah, i love it and speaking of now i'm dating myself again because today we are recording this thing on uh uh what's about to be um friday the 13th yeah tomorrow yeah oh yeah we have two friday the 13th this year the second one is in october right before halloween yeah? yeah so wow you know there's anywhere from one to three friday the 13th per year Mm-hmm. And uh, it just depends on the year. And last year we only had one. This year we've got two. And um, also, uh, look up any month that has a Friday the Thirteenth. Talking about horror movies. Mm-hmm. It, every every time there's a Friday the Thirteenth, the month starts on a Sunday. Really stupid fact, but
4: yeah. Huh. Well, we're learning stuff here today. Yeah, Friday That's the Thirteenth. Awesome. Anyway, is... calendar facts with Luke Carl. Calendar facts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, so... six dates Luke Carl thinks you should know about.
2: Six (laughs) dates. six
4: dates. Okay. Oh, look
2: what's next. next? We already talked about it. Van Halen. Although, I'm not going to go Van Halen 2, even though that is my favorite Van Halen record. I do love them all. By the way, I'm going to plug back to Instagram. I think I just mentioned that. Yeah, I did. This day in metal. There's an Instagram that you must check out. It's uh, Diamond Dave Lee Roth. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's a fan site. It's not real. But okay. he does a. Fa- – it's got a billion followers, and mm-hmm. he does such a fantastic job. Whoever's doing this is a kook. Night. I love it. He posts all this crazy stuff. He He posts – Uh, the things that you wish Dave would talk about in real life almost like he'll talk, he'll post these memes about Sammy and all this crazy shit. And then he'll do these uh, lately. He's been doing these things that are blowing me away. He'll do this thing where he goes, who wore it better? Uh And it'll be a picture of Dave in this crazy outfit and a picture of somebody else in the crazy, sometimes it's a chick. Yeah. Yeah, And then he leaves all these comments and of course, everybody goes, Oh, of course, Dave wore it better, man. He, he looked best in it. You know, right. Today he posted one it was it was it was Dave and uh and Rod Stewart and they had the exact same like gold LeMay pants on, you know? Oh, wow. And I just it's one of my favorite Instagram. I also check that out. Wow. Sure. Fantastic. <laughs> of course, you know it's uh, it's lonely at the top cuz it's so crowded at the bottom, you know. That's, That's what true. Dave would say. But anyway, we're moving to women and children first okay. yeah. simply because uh and I think I already mentioned that uh, I play every on Aussie's Boneyard, I play every single song from 2. Okay. Which that's good. You have to, because it's, yeah. fant- it's flawless from front to back. Absolutely. right? For a- sure. As they all are, really. I mean, mm. you know, okay, we won't get into Gary Sharon, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Bal- or a balance. Yeah. So, um, women and children first, I got to go with um, Take Your Whiskey Home. That's the one. Yeah.
1: She don't want me around She said she's tired Of watching me fall down <laughs> She wants a good life oh, and All the best But I like that bottle Better than the rest. And she said I think that you're headed For a whole lot of trouble <laughs> When well, I think that you're headed For a whole lot of trouble When well, I think that you're headed For a whole lot of trouble I'm
2: children wow. first uh yeah uh not 1984 which by the way just celebrated its 33rd birthday that's true wow just last out. week yeah. 33 is that crazy that's wild
4: oh god it makes me feel old right? I don't remember yeah. when it was brand new i don't yeah no, i very, was very uh
3: three i remember yeah. my aunt pam having it on lp and i'm looking at it going why is this little baby smoking cigarettes <laughs> where's he put pam it on now? and play it and be like
2: wow where's aunt pam she's in
3: wisconsin no shit yeah
2: she had Van Halen records?
3: Yeah, she had Van Halen records. She's the one. I'd go over to my grandma's house and sit down and put on the headphones, and she'd play Kiss Double Platinum for me and Nazareth Hair of the Dog and just all kinds of cool stuff. You know, I had some pretty cool aunts
2: and uncles. You know, Hair of the Dog was originally supposed to be called Son of a Bitch. Yeah? Their record label said, you can't do that. This is going back to the radio thing. You can't do anything right. on radio, sure. especially then. What
3: year was this? It was just mid- 75? Early, yeah, mid yeah. early 70s. Yeah. yeah, 75 would have been. Yeah
2: and uh and they said okay you can't call it that and then they go okay wait a minute let me think about this uh, the, so they came up with hair of the dog which sounds like you know everybody you think it's auto- automatically about a hangover you know right. drinking with the hangover but it, it was air of the dog as in the son of the bitch get it the air no to the dog yeah, yeah I that story yeah. Wow. wow. But they ended yeah. up spelling it H A I R because right. it was easier to understand. Yeah. Right. So I, I couldn't spell the other one anyway if I had to pull that out of my ass. So, so,
3: that's pretty cool. How do you man. spell the other one? H
2: E I R? H E I R. Yeah. I
4: think that sounds right. Texts like Ryan. air. He can tell him that he needs to change the spelling of his name. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so they said, "Oh, well, fuck you. We're going to call it the same thing. We're just going to make it a little more clever." That's really clever. Really. That is really clever. clever. That's cool. I never, cool. I never knew that. Picked, picked yeah, yeah. yeah. That. Of course, uh, their biggest hit was uh, uh, "Love Hurts,", Love Hurts, Hurts yeah. which was a cover. Who did that? Everly original? Brothers. Everly Brothers. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that was yeah, a it was cover. Much wow. And there was another version of it between those two by somebody. And I'm yeah, not going to know that off the top I of my head. Can't tell you who it was though. Somebody lame, because we can't yeah, remember. I can't remember. It could have been Bob Dylan. I don't know, but.
4: It, the funny thing is, though, is the 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 Nazareth version sounds like what you would think the Everly brother, Brothers version would sound like, but the Everly Brothers version is really up tempo. It's hmm. not slow at all. Yeah, but Nazareth slowed it way down. Yeah, it made it.
2: My like first like a ballad. memory, of, and I'm going to date myself, is uh, uh, uh days confused when they go to the the, yep. the dance. Well, that's oh, my yeah. memories
4: of that song are from dances and yeah, junior yeah. high dances. Yeah. That's, that first kid still getting a lot of play at dances back in that at that time, yeah, Nazareth,
3: I just remember sitting there with that one looking at because when when I was a little bitty kid, I mean you'd sit with the headphones on the record spinning on the turntable, looking at the album cover, you know, pulling out that inner sleeve and reading you know whatever's on there, and I just remember with Nazareth it was like' because I was so young, you know because they really let me listen to some weird stuff when I was a little bitty kid, but I was so young, I thought. You know, that guy that's singing, he's got that
4: gravelly voice. Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that did. the
3: monster on the front of the album was actually singing the songs. I thought it was some kind of Muppets <laughs> thing. <laughs> that album cover still, man, that's awesome. And it, it Love intrigued it. you
4: so much you you never forgot
2: it. Never
3: forgot no, it. Yeah, just like cover. Kiss, you know. Absolutely. They put they put that in front so, of well, me, and I'm like,
4: whoa. To get back to your Take Your Whiskey Home pick for the Van Halen, yeah. i gotta, I got to ask... What what are your thoughts on Van Halen's current situation? I mean, what do you think is going to happen next? You know, it's, been, it's weird because Dave's been radio silent. Very you know, it's right. about a year ago
2: or maybe a y- uh, pr- less than a year and a half ago, he got rid of all his social media and mm-hmm. his website. Yeah, which was strange. Weird, right? Yeah. yeah. But I didn't really think of that much of it because it's like, you know, I'm an old rock and roller. I don't need this bullshit. Who cares? Right. right. And then next thing you know, he comes back out of nowhere and he starts his Dave TV, which is awesome. It is. It's yeah. like, what the hell is going on here? You know, you can't make higher hair any of it, no. but it's it's Dave. Right. He's just nuts. He's really and, nuts. And um, I met him uh, twice. I'll tell you those stories here in a second, but uh, uh, I may have already done that. But well, anyway, yeah. so um, I'm thinking maybe he's doing it again. Or... Because because maybe he's resetting himself for some reason, Yeah. or maybe he is getting ready to make a big. En- he hasn't tweeted or Instagrammed in in like it's three weeks now, or four yeah. month, uh, four weeks like a, you know, which is a month. Right. And, uh, more calendar facts. Yeah, we're more learning calendar all kinds yeah, yeah, about calendars. Yeah, there's today. twelve months in a year. <laughs> yeah. So,
4: he uh, you didn't know that. <laughs> so I
2: Insert don't know. More you know, Cliff. I don't know. What's your take on it? I think maybe wow. he's getting ready to announce uh, something but uh, what would it be?
4: Well, there was just rumors that, you know, another record was being made. Right. But there's also rumors that Sammy might be coming back to the band. So See, I think the last
3: I heard was that there's new music, it's done. I read this somewhere recently, I think maybe on Facebook or something. The album's done, Wolfie plays on it, but when they take it out on tour, Michael Anthony will be back yeah, in the band. there's been talk of him so there's coming talk back. talk of that.
4: But there's been talking of him coming back with Sammy. It's like almost like van halen's never going to give you that full reunion but i don't know i mean if it was up to me i don't i don't necessarily want sammy back in the band but i think they've done a, i think they've done fine bringing dave back and they've put another because i thought a uh, different kind of truth was awesome yeah great great record. great record yeah, I love really it. good um, yeah and it, if that's the last thing they do perfect it's fine I want to see Dave get back together with Vi and she and yeah. and do the well. That you know, was smile the rumor what four
2: or five months ago, yeah, right? Was going, I going no, And they did to the one where they, no, well, they were they supposed to. Yeah. That fire Marshal shut fire it down. Fire Marshal shut it down. Greg Bissonnette's one of my all-time. He's top five drummer for yeah. me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, I don't know, man, because you know the thing is, is that you hear all these rumors like every three to four weeks, like throughout the past however many years, they they just all circulate.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So you
2: don't know what to expect. I almost kind of think the Sammy rumor was made up by him. He's like, "Yeah, I want to come back to the band. We should make this thing work. And then, you know, the Michael Anthony thing all the time. And it's just, you never, I get to the point where I just, I wait for the facts, you know? Right. But I do read uh, Van Halen News Desk. If you're not familiar with this website, I go on there three times a day. Wonderful website. I don't know who's running that, but those guys are freaks, super fans, and they know what they're doing. You can Google any, uh, 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 or go to that site. You could Google it, and it'll take you to that site. Or you could just go straight to the site and search for any Van Halen song. It tells you every single thing about yeah. that song, the origin, where they were when they wrote it, what it was about, who was uh, on what. You know, all this that's crazy super stuff.
4: Cool. All the minutiae you could uh, Everything. Ever want.
2: Yeah. That website is fantastic. Those guys really know their stuff. And.
4: Um, and then there's one for Roth called DLR Army. That so one I don't know. That's a great site, also. I'll check that out that those two sites are what i would bounce back and forth with right as dave was coming back into the band because they they had the news before anyone else did oh yeah yeah
2: and uh and then another thing is uh this week marks the fifth anniversary of tattoo coming out so it's been five years believe that
4: wow time is just flying yeah isn't that crazy yeah
2: five years
3: it doesn't seem that long but when you think about
2: it yeah it has been a while since that album's come out yeah I was first level at Madison Square Garden on that tour, man. Oh, really? It was fantastic. Yeah, man. I missed Cool in the Gang, but I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't I get thought that celebrate. was so weird when they made that announcement. You know, Dave, though, it's man, totally and he's Dave. a wacky dude. Sure, cool, I'm
4: sure. You know, he, hey, picked he loves that
3: R&B he stuff. To. Yeah, and
2: yeah, yeah. you know. I'm surprised that wasn't like, oh, we're gonna let this idiot pick the opening
3: act." You know, <laughs> like, "Well, we're not gonna listen to him about Michael Anthony, so give him Cool in the let Gang." Let him have yeah. Cool in the Gang. Yeah. 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 We'll give him just something. be in
4: the dressing room anyway. It doesn't matter yeah but, but who knows van Halen it's always a uh, a soap opera, so who oh absolutely man so uh v-
2: women and children first third record that's where I came up with the uh drop dead legs. I'm making jokes about it now, I might as well right okay, so uh it would take your whiskey home that that song is a has got a special heart, spot in my heart, mostly because I drink too much, <laughs> and it's the truth, you know every time I bring the whiskey home, I get myself in trouble, a whole lot of trouble, yeah, you know. And yeah. and that's why I keep on doing it. Really <laughs> keeps life interesting. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So what do you got nice. next? Uh, you know, I don't know how this worked out. It just worked out. Maybe because I was in a hair nation kind of mood. Hair nation is the uh, the the best of the big haired eighties. I call it. That's the, ch- the other channel I'm on on Sirius XM channel thirty nine. Very proud to be there going on uh seven years there now i think and uh, i'm very proud of that channel i love every minute of it and it's a it's a dream come true to be able to play tunes that you just can't hear any on the radio anywhere right. else you know it's just awesome and, and it's nothing i mean it's just it's like poison said nothing but a good time and i really am just every time i'm in there picking the tunes and telling the the stupid jokes that aren't funny i'm just having a ball <laughs> you know so uh, but anyway this is so one of my favorite this is this is a band you never really heard on the radio too much except for you know in the era when they came out and of course uh the uh the MTV days Pussycat and yeah. I, and I got to I got to preface this with the fact that I met my wife at a Faster Pussycat show. Oh, yeah. I didn't tell the Dave story yet. Okay, tell us the Dave okay. story. Let's go back to the Dave story. So uh, I was uh it was the same place the same bar I was working at uh with uh, captain kirk remember and uh, the motley crew tattoo in like six years later i worked there forever in new york city uh dave was in town this was when this was during his uh, uh emt era yeah. remember yeah, he was the, he was the and I, I was, was actually that. reading uh, i saw an interview he did about that recently he was on uh, a late night show or whatever and um and he was talking about how when he was doing the emt thing and his interviews are my favorite, man.
5: Yeah, oh, he's yeah. the best
2: interview ever. Absolutely, he's hilarious. It's like, well, how does this? It's like, did he memorize this shit? Like, he did he memorize forty five minutes worth of jokes before he came and in it's here? It's crazy. Yeah, it's like you ever would Google the Joan Rivers show? Yeah, she had her own show for like eight and a half minutes, and uh, it was a daytime talk show, mm-hmm. and. Dave came on there, and uh, it was just... A, I think it was when he was still in the band, but doing his first solo record, you know, that era. and uh, Or the EP, you know. Yeah. And uh, so he came on there, and he had this, like... <laughs> like a big giant suit with the with the tails, it was white, and he had white like Michael Jackson gloves on. Yeah. He just looked fantastic, and he comes out there. You gotta you gotta Google that interview. I'm not even gonna pretend like I'm not even gonna do any impressions or anything because I can't do it justice. But uh, that one, I I revisit that interview uh, at least every two months because it mm. is that good. You know, he I'll link it in
4: the show notes. Ab- the yeah, show notes,
2: absolutely. He is a star. You know, and that's he's just. Anyway, so one day he uh, uh, he comes walking in his EMT days. Oh, and I was saying he he did an interview recently about being in the EMT, right? And uh, and he goes. He goes. There was only three times that anybody ever recognized me after I, I rescued 148 people over over a six month period or whatever it was. And uh, he said, this one one guy came in. He had a, He was in a motorcycle accident in, in uh, Queens, you know. Mm-hmm. And I came over to the scene of the accident, and I come up on the guy, and the guy just barely opened his eyes, and he goes, "Are you who I think you are? Am I dead? <laughs> What's going on?" And he goes, "Hey, kid." After 20 years of partying with Edward Van Halen, if I'm not dead, you're sure as hell not dying on me. <laughs> you know? So anyway, it was that era when I met him. He walked into this piece of shit Mexican restaurant I worked at. And we were up until 5 in the morning, used to play porno on the TV and shit. And uh, <laughs> and I got to pick the music. That's why I liked it so much, you Yeah. Know? And I was bartending there, and then all of a sudden I came. He, Dave walks in. Captain Kirk is behind the bar uh, with me, and he goes, dude that's Diamond Dave. I, I didn't even pay any attention. I'm serving tacos and margaritas and shit. And I'm like, you're full of shit. That's just some guy with a baseball cap, you know? Yeah. And uh, and he goes, no, dude, that's really Diamond Dave. And the story doesn't end that awesome because neither one of us had the balls to go up to him. <laughs> oh. But he did stay and he drank every Bud Light we had. And uh, he just sat there kind of by himself. And then the next thing you know, he went to across the street. There was another Mexican restaurant. And they, and they were famous for, they would let you take your... Uh, margaritas to go on the street you just gave to give you a plastic like a coffee take your tequila home take your tequila home so he got a to-go margarita i guess he heard from the neighbor he lived like upstairs from Mm. this place and uh he he was standing out on the on the corner of the sidewalk you know on the corner of it was uh ludlow no yeah ludlow and um stanton Mm. in new york city uh 111 Stanton was the address of the restaurant. It's still there I think. It's been there since 1986. Uh uh-huh. uh San Loco, owned by a Nebraskan. That's how I got the job. I'm from Nebraska. Anyway, <laughs> so uh he stood there with his to go margarita and the crowd just kept bigger and bigger and bigger. Just you you wouldn't believe how big this crowd was by the time he actually ended oh. up leaving. just telling stories.
4: Yeah.
2: And I think at one point somebody finally came and brought him a guitar and you know, he played a couple of tunes and then off he went it was probably a 15 minute thing you know that he was out there 20 minutes but the crowd just get and eventually the whole word gets around corner was and teddy templeman used to uh live right there around that not teddy the producer his son was teddy oh okay not ted the but teddy ted's son uh he was in there like every single night so it was like Van Halen Corner right there you know. wow but, uh, that's pretty cool uh, New York, New York my, my old New York days but anyway uh, take your whiskey home fantastic and then we were moving on to, oh my pussy cat story yes. so it was uh, it wasn't it was about five years ago from now I was uh, I was still in New York City just out of the I must have been almost going six, six years anyway mm-hmm. going uh, got out of the bar but still was kind of working there a little bit here and there and uh, the Pussycat was coming to town, right? And I, I just got off. The, it was the very first Monsters of Rock cruise, which I host mm-hmm. every every time. I've, I've it's another. I mean, just honor and my, I have like a fairy tale life. It's unbelievable. So I host a, a well. I'm like one of the small guys, of course. Eddie's the big guy, and you know you got Don Jameson on there now, and uh, all these guys. But I've been with with Larry and the cruise since before the cruise even existed, and it's a, it's a real awesome. I mean, it's just. I have dreams about it every night. Right. I really do, and uh, so it was the very first. It was, and, and so Larry calls me up and he goes, uh, "Hey man, I heard you plugging a cruise on uh, Hair Nation, and uh, I would just want to thank you about that." And uh, and I'm like, "What the hell is this thing anyway?" He's like, "Well, why don't you come on and find out?" And I'm like, "What, what is this even? You know, it's like a, a, a boat with bands on it. It's almost like is it like a bingo hall kind of vibe?" Or- yeah, because early on, everybody's like.
4: What does this mean? I
2: don't get it. Yeah, it seemed really
4: foreign to most people, but
2: now it's the standard. Oh, my God. And then I went on this thing and it just changed my life, man. It was absolutely unbelievable. The most amazing time that you could ever have and not go to jail Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's the beauty of it. You get to see, you know, there's six bands playing all day and night Mm -hmm. at any given time. You can bounce around from these bands. Just pounding booze and having a great time and you don't have you don't have to drive home. That's the best part. Yeah, yeah
4: you're where you need to be.
2: It's great, dude. So anyway, it was the it was like uh, it was literally like four or five days after the first cruise. And Pussycat continued their tour that was like the third stop uh up the coast from Miami to uh Brooklyn and they were playing, so I texted uh, my buddy. I said, Hey, uh, I'm coming to the show, put me on the list because I'm too cheap, you know, I don't have any money. So uh we went to the get, I, I, All right, so let me backtrack. I went to the bar, couldn't find anybody to go to the show with me. I texted everybody I know. Nobody wanted to go to the show. Nobody wanted to go to the show. So finally I got a hold of my buddy, Freddy the Necktie. This guy is one of my biggest uh, friends in life. I love him to death. He's got an Iron Maiden tattoo from his shoulder to his elbow on his left arm. He's got an Iron Maiden tattoo from his shoulder to his elbow on his right arm. Oh, yeah. He's got the trooper with a—he's Colombian. That's why we call him the Necktie. You know, you cut the throat, pull the tongue yeah, that's through. Like that's right. a scary yeah.
4: nickname. Yeah. yeah
2: he's a tough dude. He was in the military. He doesn't talk about his, you know, but, uh, he, he did some crazy stuff and, and he's a great, loves metal, mm-hmm. knows more about metal than any, like real, you know, anthrax, megadeth kind of shit. Right. right. And, uh, Anyway, so finally, Freddie the Necktie rolls in. And by this time, I'm half in the bag. And I go, hey, man, I got tickets to the Pussycat Show. It's like five minutes. I'll pay for the cab. Will you come with me? Finally, I got somebody to go with me. Yeah. And if Freddie the Necktie hadn't come with me to that show, I never would have met my wife. Wow. Because she, there she was, man. I, I was pissed drunk by the time we got there. You know, Pussycat doesn't play till like one thirty. in the morning. Yeah, right. That's the best time to see those guys. And they're
4: usually as loaded as
2: you are. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'm over there on the left-hand wall uh, up against uh, is Ace's... Uh, uh, side of the stage and I, I didn't even know ace i met him on the cruise you know but i, I didn't really know him know him, and uh i remember i was so drunk i'm like leaning at this point leaning on the wall yeah you know one of those nights and all of a sudden there's this blonde in front of me and i walk up to her and i just tapped her on the shoulder and i go hey uh the next song and in, in the set's uh poison ivy and she goes how the, how the hell do you know that? And I go because I saw him three days ago, and I remember, <laughs> and that was it, dude. You know, like I, that I, was your line. That was my line, wow. and it worked. And I didn't even. You really do lead a charmed life. I'm <laughs> telling you, <laughs> it's a hot little 26 year old blonde. You know, and uh, and the next thing you know, uh, it was like a week later. She came up to me at another concert, another show, uh, and he, she goes. Uh, and I remember that night I was wearing a three piece sharkskin purple sharkskin suit. Don't ask me why. It's New-, <laughs> New York okay. City. You know you can get away
4: with it up there. You can do whatever you want. Well, Todd Zilla gets away with it here. Yeah,
2: he's. he's I know that guy. He's yeah. cool, man. He looks yeah. cool.
4: He plays too. Oh yeah, he he does. Does. yeah. Yeah, he's one of our most popular guests
2: ever. He plays. He's got some stories. I bet. Yeah. So, uh, a week later, she came up to me, and I'm wearing that sh- three piece shark skin purple suit. I still have it, by the way. And she and I'm coming out of the bathroom. And we're at this other club, and. Uh, it was also on Ludlow Street in, in, uh, in Lower East Side. And she comes up to me and she goes, uh, you're that guy from Faster Pussycat. And I go, I am? Yeah, I didn't remember her at all, you know. <laughs> and and she goes, yeah, you're... The, and I'll go, oh, you're the Poison Ivy chick, you know. And next thing you know, we're married. Wow. So, uh, and actually, uh, it, her uh, engagement ring, I had it engraved on the inside because on the record... Uh-huh. Uh, The song before Poison Ivy is Little Dove. So I had Little Dove engraved in her uh, engagement ring because the next song's Poison Ivy. Get it? That's Ah. crazy. But I don't know that that's going to be my song. I think we're going to have to go with... This was tough. We're going to go with um, that same record, Wake Me When It's Over, 1989. We're not going into the 90s just yet. Uh, Let's go with this was so hard okay I'll just tell you the two it was between it was between where there's a whip there's a way I love the innuendos in that it's how yeah. it's like poetry man oh, yeah. clever I love it you know it's like okay it's, all, it's like a Bon Scott kind of vibe how can I how dirty can I get without being actually dirty right yeah but it's pretty dirty and then uh, Slip of the Tongue so let's if we have to pick one let's go with where there's a whip there's a way written by Tammy and Brent and Greg Steele uh, that's uh, track number one on the record
3: That's an awesome album, man. That's, oh, dude. That's It's a perfect album. It really yeah, is. From beginning to finish, song. you know, you there's certain albums that have come out over the years that, you know, you talk about like Van Halen 2, perfect album, yeah, perfect. you know. Listen to it from beginning to finish, not a bad track, not a piece of filler on the whole thing. That Faster Pussycat album, Wake Me When It's Over, perfect album. Perfect.
2: From yeah. front to back, man. That's why it was so hard for me to pick uh, which tune you could have really gone with any of them, you know. Yeah. And, and, and they're also a band that, Especially now, you, you, I mean, you would never turn on an FM
4: radio station and hear those guys. Which, never. Which no. is a shame. It is a shame. Yeah. yeah, I remember when I first saw the video for Poison Ivy on Headbangers Ball, when yeah. it was brand new, saw the video one time, and it was on Saturday night, and I remember the next day, went right to the record store and bought the album. Yep. Still, See? I'll never
3: forget that. And I remember hearing the first album, somebody had it on cassette tape back in the day, and being like, wow, what is this? You know, this is cool. And then... That, that wake me when it's over being one of the first albums that i can remember cassette tape i guess that i like thought about ahead of time like knew when the release date was went to the mall waited for the gates to open on the camelot music so i could run as yeah, yep. so i could run into the f section and grab that on the first day of release and that was one of the first albums i ever really did that with yep. where it was like yeah. i've got to be at the mall at eight o'clock, because you know the store opens at nine. There's going to be a bunch of people there waiting for this album, and I've got to make sure I get one because otherwise, if I show up later, they might be gone.
2: Was that because you already had their first record? Because yeah, I heard he the, had, first he the first one
3: and liked it so much, and then the second one—I mean, I was just completely I didn't know blown him, so away when Ivy came out. Yeah. yeah, that was
4: that was my introduction, right? And I was like, this band's going to be huge. And I was to this day, I'm still surprised that Poison Ivy was not a bigger. Hit yeah,
2: I agree, man. I agree. It's such a catchy yeah. damn song. And, you know, to get back to the record store thing, it's kind of weird for me because I'm, I'm getting a little older now. I'm on the back, you know, I'm pr- pushing 40, but uh, going back in the day, I was the youngster, you know, I wasn't supposed to be listening to these right. records. You yeah, know, but yeah, am here. And it was like, okay, wait a minute, I'm going to these. And by the time I got to the age where I'm going to record stores, I'm I'm buying like... I've, you know probably i'm dating myself and it, it's hard to date yourself in rock and roll because mm-hmm. sometimes the real rockers look at you like how what do you know kid but oh, I, I don't right. i don't care i'm loud i'm proud whatever uh so i remember you know really my first experience with record stores and cds would have been like the black metallica right. yeah. era you know then. and i remember going to the cd release party for a load mm-hmm. and, and remember cd release parties you go up midnight and they hope yep. you wait in line they open the doors and then you you go get your record at right. on Monday night, yeah. as opposed to Tuesday. Now it's Friday. When did they change that? By I the way? don't know, well, man. always—I always, I always remember it anyway. being Tuesday. It was yeah. always Tuesday. Always Tuesday. And you go at midnight on Monday, and you could get the record the night before. Homer's Music in Omaha, Nebraska. It's still there. I don't think there's as many of them as there used to be, but the I think the main one downtown is at least still there. But uh, I remember putting that load record in my CD player and being like. Ugh. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, I'm not going to any more midnight release parties. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
4: Uh, of course, if you watch the year and a half in the life of Metallica, there's that release party for the Black albums. Like that would have been a cool one to have been at. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, that was kind of the end of it for me. Although the new one's good. Yeah, yeah. I do like the new uh, one. I like the new yeah. one too.
2: I'm looking forward to seeing them. Yeah, I haven't seen them since I was at the uh, the big four in Yankee Stadium. Right on. That was nuts, man! Wow, I was that. stoned out of my mind. We had seats right like six rows behind home plate. And it was, you know, the big four. And uh, and and uh, I don't remember much of it, if you want to know the truth. <laughs> but I had a hell of a I good time. I had a hell of a good time. I think it time. was fun. <laughs> I remember uh, Dave Mustaine had uh, the throat or the shoulder thing going on. Remember yeah. the neck surgery, whatever he had going on. They th- he said he wasn't going to come. He wasn't going to play. Yeah. And next thing you know, he comes out and everybody's like, "Yeah!" And you know, yeah. and then that's uh, funny because I uh, had the pleasure of uh, interviewing Megadeth at uh, this year's Ozfest, the last ever Black Sabbath Ozfest mm-hmm. in uh, San Bernardino. And like an asshole, I didn't even realize that Dave's coming to the trailer to do the interview. I'm wearing a. a, a, a Kill them All shirt sure, you know and I'm like oh shit yeah. I didn't think about it till afterwards
4: well you could say yeah, I love the song it yeah. or the yeah. stuff yeah. you it actually yeah. wasn't
2: even Kill them All shirt sure. you know what it was it was, was like the uh, it, no it was uh, uh, Metal Up Your Ass well so, oh, that's even yeah, closer that's, to his right? it's, it's yeah. appropriate yeah, yeah. Uh, but Either way, afterwards, I was like, shit, I shouldn't have done that. And then, so anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I brought up the, uh, that's what made me think of it is the uh, the big four. And he's told the story about his neck and everything. And and then after the interview, this is the part that I really remember. After the interview, we got to take a picture. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, one of the guys from Hair Nation, or uh, I guess it would have been Ozzy's Boneyard, was there Take and he grabbed my phone. I said, I need it with my phone because if it's with your phone, I'll never see it, right? Right. So I take, a uh, I give him my phone and he takes the picture, a couple pictures and then Dave goes off and he hadn't, he hadn't even gone on yet. He was like, uh, the band before him was getting ready to go on. Right. So he, and he was drinking Heineken's and everybody says, Dave's, so you know, he's not really, he don't do that anymore, but I was, he came in the trailer, he was drinking Heineken's. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we take the pictures and he leaves and he goes on stage. Four days later, I go to look through all my pictures my memory was full. The
4: picture oh, didn't take. Oh, no. damn! Isn't that bullshit, oh, man? I'm so up. upset. That's you like know, that he... time we went to Luke Carl's house and recorded the an <laughs> whole interview, and it never came out. Yeah, but that wasn't
2: nearly as important. But you know, he lives here now. Yeah, yeah. He moved He's here. Out man. In
4: uh, Elysian Fields. I don't Not know where Elysian that is. Fields or Leaper's Fork. Oh, Leaper's, Leaper's, Fork. I yeah. Leaper's Fork. Love Leaper's yeah. Fork. It's beautiful. Yeah, that's yeah. where Dystopia was recorded. Yeah. 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 There's a really cool studio out there. That oh I yeah. Yeah.
2: What's it called? Franklin Studios. Latitude. Oh, latitude. Latitude. Yeah, yeah that's thing. it.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gorgeous. I
2: love riding my bike down. I got the. Uh, oh, that's, yeah, that's the greatest place to ride a bike. Oh, motorcycle. it's unbelievable. Yeah, John What's, Oates lives out there. What so. they call that? The uh, the tra- the Natchez Trace. Oh yeah, yeah. the yeah. Natchez Trace Parkway. You yeah. can take that all the way to all the way Louisiana yep. or some shit.
4: Yeah, my dad drove me and my brother all the way to New Orleans on that thing. Oof. and it was fun for an hour.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In a like, car, it's a little dad, like okay, let's get on the interstate. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's
4: nothing to see but fucking trees. I was so I was bored stiff. And yeah. twists and turns. Oh yeah, I was just like this is the most mind numbing experience. And it's ever. like 45 the whole way. Oh yeah, it took forever to get there. Yeah. I was like this is the worst idea. But ever. on a motorcycle, it's great. Oh yeah, yeah no yeah. cars, no cars. Yeah, absolutely.
2: There's other there's like dudes on pedal bikes. You be careful with those guys, you know. They never you never gonna know what they're going to do.
3: Natchez trace. I always thought that was the line of hair that starts at your belly button and ends up down at your Natchez. Oh, wow. Well, before we get back into our conversation,
1: now the show with is Carl. Low.
3: <laughs> something you can't buy at HK Collectibles a Natchez Trace. Where's my rim shot sound effect? But there's plenty of other cool stuff for you to check out right now over there, including this week some vintage concert tickets from the likes of Judas Priest opening for REO Speedwagon in New York in 1977.
4: That's a bill that makes sense.
3: That's some kind of warped reality. I'm going to keep on loving
4: you. Opened by the Ripper.
3: (laughs) Crazy. Also over at HK Collectibles this week, a Fraley's Comet ticket and a backstage pass from 1987 in St. Louis. Where are you going to find that? That's pretty cool. That's really cool. And also a ticket from Iron Maiden with Quiet Riot opening up for them in 1983. All that and loads of cool, frameable stuff for your man cave. Just head on over to decibelgeek.com and click on that HK Collectibles, Inc. banner. Do your shopping. Do it today and tell Daryl we sent you because uh, there's a lot of cool stuff over there. People that listen to this show generally will very much enjoy those concert tickets and Mm -hmm. all kinds of other stuff. You know, let's face it. Nowadays, everybody does their shopping on Amazon. If you're doing it, might as well help out your boys. Yeah, that's us, Geek go on over to our website decibelgeek.com right there by the hk collectibles inc banner you will find our amazon banner what that does well you're doing your shopping on amazon anyway take the time to go to our website hit that banner it takes you to amazon just like you normally would you do all your shopping doesn't cost you anything extra what happens then when you're done you pay for whatever you purchased amazon takes a cut of their end of it so you don't lose any money at all whatsoever you're just helping us out amazon then takes their cut kicks it over to us the more you buy the more it adds up the more it helps the bigger things you buy the bigger cut we get you know it's all pretty simple i guess um we appreciate amazon for doing it for us and we appreciate you for doing your shopping on amazon through our decibelgeek.com link and the coolest thing about it the very coolest thing the list yeah, we get a list every single week that says what was bought through our Amazon link, and Chris gets yep. to read it to us, and it's a lot of fun. What yeah. do we got this time?
4: Uh, some of the more notable purchases on Amazon this week. You guys did really good this week. Uh, a lot of cool stuff, including a 24-inch widescreen LCD monitor. That was pretty cool. Right on. A pair of thermal insulated curtain panels and thermal logic Ultimate Window Liner. Keep yourself warm this winter. Yeah, that's good thinking. Uh, a 10-pack of 15-foot XLR microphone cables was bought. Somebody's getting ready to rock. And a roadie tuner, automatic guitar tuner. And roll. So somebody's going on the road. Yeah. Uh, in digital music, there are purchases of Kansas Mask, Judas Priest, Ram It Down, and Glenn Hughes Resonate. Somebody was
3: hitting me up about that Kansas the other day. They said if I haven't you, heard it. If you don't, yeah, if you don't, you know, if even if you don't think you like Kansas, you should really check out this new album.
4: I'm more of a Wyoming fan myself. <laughs> fuck kansas. yeah they rock i did live in kansas for a while uh for physical music and purchases of jack russell's new album he saw it coming awesome yep good uh, king crimson's lark's tongue and aspic it's a box set that was not cheap so thank you that's cool are we ever were we ever gonna play any king king crimson on the show right after we play that yes heavier side of king crimson episode or heavier side of yes episode i'm I'm still wrestling yeah
3: i'm still wrestling with the bon jovi one we're supposed to do
4: and wrapping it up a uh, physical copy of motley cruise too fast for love
3: which good lord is something everybody everywhere should they should all own that
4: that's essential
3: yeah most definitely if that's not in your collection go on amazon through our link right now get yourself a copy of that
4: yeah so we ready to talk a little bit more with Luke Carl.
3: And of course, you know, as always, all the artists that Luke Carl's turning us on to today, go to Amazon yep. through our link, purchase the albums by these bands because, you know, some of them you've heard of, some of them maybe not, but they're all worthwhile and they're all worth supporting. You know, without us supporting the bands, the bands don't create music. And then what do we have? What do we talk about? It's just. Doing... What, what What we talk about?
4: I don't know. Calendars? Calendars.
3: Yeah, calendars and. Things like that. Calendar Geek Podcast. I guess so. We'd have to get Luke to host host it with us. Also, he's the expert.
4: And also, with the show notes on your little device here, all the artists are linked to our Amazon thing, so you can even go straight from your phone
3: right to the uh, Amazon store. There you go. Support the artists that the Decibel Geek tells you about, and they keep making music. It's a beautiful thing.
4: So we got some more songs Luke needs us to hear.
3: We need to hear them.
2: let's get into uh, we're going all right 70s you ready to go to the 70s yeah this is gonna be the oldest i guess so far so good man yeah doing all right yeah i thought you maybe weren't weren't so psyched when i started with the white zombie no i like so we're gonna go um 1979 second album for motorhead another band who just in general does not get enough
4: Right, yeah, radio can't go wrong with
2: Oh no, no, you can't go wrong with Motorhead. So hit. many good songs play, over the they years. They play Ace
4: of Spades all the yeah, time. Oh, they
2: play yeah. Ace of Spades <laughs> uh, on FM though. I don't yeah. know, man. It's, no,
4: it's rare that it even gets played anymore. Yeah, yeah.
2: I think people are afraid of it. You know, I like think the, so too. the FM squares. Yeah, they're just like it, it's too it's too much for them, right? I think so. I guess so
3: yeah. I think so because I mean. I don't know. Motorhead is something special. I mean, you got to be a special person to love Motorhead the way that you know, like that we do. You know, yeah. and I think it it speaks to your uh, your character that if you are a Motorhead, if you love Lemmy, you know, and appreciate that music that's come out over the years, I think that speaks to your character. You know, if somebody comes up to me and says, "I love Motorhead," I automatically think this person's cool.
2: Oh, dude, yeah. absolutely cool. Cool is the word, man. Yeah. I remember uh, the first time I ever, you know, you, ever, you always hear these stories about Lemmy at the uh, the Rainbow. Yeah, yeah. And and I walked in there one day, and sure enough, there he was. And I shit my pants, man. I was like, <laughs> I don't know what the hell. What do I do? I don't want to be that guy, you right. know, like because he's just hanging out. That's like his home. Is he yeah. playing the
4: video poker machine. He was
2: sitting at the video poker, just smoking. He wasn't yep. playing. Yeah, with his uh, Jack and Cokes, you know, they call him Lemmys now, and they call that the Lemmy Lounge, where yep the uh, the outdoor bar at the Rainbow. I was just there recently. Uh, it was after the October Monsters cruise. We yeah. stayed a couple extra days in LA. Oh, that's I'm, a fucked up story. I'm going
4: there for the first time next weekend
2: to the Rainbow. Yeah, first time ever. Yeah.
4: Oh my god, I'm dude! Going yeah. to the Navy
2: yeah. You Go at 11 a.m. and get pasta and salads, and, and the food's fantastic. Okay. Yeah, the food's really good. Uh, right. It's an Italian restaurant.
4: Okay, I didn't. Yeah, I just knew it was where people hung
2: out. No, so like the yeah. main the main joint is an Italian restaurant with like fancy booths and everything right. but yeah. it's, it became the hangout over the years the pussycat guys are the ones to ask about it but Bo- ace has his own booth it's got his name on it it's oh, a plaque okay. he's got his guitar on the wall I'll and all this shit you know right. he's there uh, every day okay i'll probably run into him then. oh yeah 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 you'll totally run into him but um the food is dynamite okay. it really is yeah it's uh, it's it's heavy duty you yeah. know italian food nice pizzas and uh all pastas right. Greasy salad and stuff like that. and But th- they got all these guitars and autograph memorabilia all over the
4: place Yeah, All, I'm excited. all check kinds
3: it out. of memorabilia up above the booths and yeah, stuff. It's, it's yeah. been a
4: bucket list destination But the,
2: the, yeah. the coolest part about it is that it is a, a rock star can walk in there, and it's like totally, you know, people kind of freak out. But, yeah. you know, Sebastian Bach can walk in there and, like, hang out and right. not be destroyed. It's, yeah, they can be right. comfortable, yeah. Because it's like, it's the rock star's it's known that sure. that's where backyard. This, is, this
3: happens yeah. all the time. You gotta it's be cool. nothing to be yeah. excited or, about. Or you shouldn't
4: be here. You know? Right, and they got the Lemmy statue there now. Yeah, I'm too. looking forward to seeing that. Although my and I've said this before on the show, my theory is it should. I know it's cool to have him as a rock god in front of the building and all, but I thought the statue should have been him at the chair at the video poker machine. Yeah, it would have made more sense. You know, or maybe like, a picture on the wall or something. But have it have it right there. Yeah, because that was his spot
2: from from what I gathered. You'll see, man. You, you get you walk in there and it's eerie, man. It's yeah. like. Uh, you can feel
4: it. Yeah, I'm, you know? I'm looking forward to checking it out.
2: Actually, my wife, she's not here, and she'd tell this story a lot better than me, but I might as well dive in. She was there one time, and... uh it was the same situation, you know. You always sat in that same spot, and uh, and I'm going to quote Lemmy. I'm going to be a little offensive here. It's not something that I would say, but it was something he said, so I'm just going to go with it. All right. And we're talking Kiss now. So uh, my wife's I there. Wasn't she's a fan. Yeah, she's probably 22. You know, mm-hmm. uh, this is before I met her, and she walks in there and she said she still got it. She's got this. Uh, it's like a shiny silver motorcycle jacket. You know, so she walks in there and she went up to Lemmy. He loves, young, know, you know chicks and stuff, and so she she just went over and said hey to him and like shook his it's probably before f- picture phones or anything so she never have, she never have a picture of it yeah and she went over to him and, he, and the only thing he said was what the fuck is that jacket she's like what do you mean uh, he's like I don't like that jacket she goes why it's my Paul Stanley from Kiss jacket it's you know it's like my Starchild jacket and he oh. goes yeah that's why I don't like it that Paul Stanley's a faggot <laughs>
4: Oh. I can't say I'm so, surprised. Yeah. yeah. But uh I didn't and, say and that. He wasn't known for mincing words. So. I was quoting. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. But and next time you see Avery, <laughs> ask her. She'll tell I that will, story better I'm looking than me. Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> so uh anyway, oh yeah, Overkill. We're going with Overkill. That's their second album.
4: Awesome. That's and great.
2: I had another problem with this one picking which song. Right. Uh, because you're never going to hear any of the songs from this one on the, on the uh, radio. No. Uh, Filthy Animal, by the way, on the drums, uh, he just absolutely destroys it on the title track. So that was kind of the one I was going to go with. Uh, that was my first gut instinct. But I decided to go with the, the, uh, the last track off the record, which is uh, Limb From Limb, because I, I love my long-legged women, if you know what I mean. Nice. So uh, Overkill... Motorhead, limb from limb. Awesome. Oh, I love it. Did I get the, the right record? I <laughs> believe so. <laughs> I did. And I even got the last song right, too. I you could guess yourself yeah. through the whole thing. <laughs> I, I'm like, I should Google
4: before I. Uh, that's awesome. I got that one off the top of my head. The good so thing I'm is, you're, you're more prepared than most people are. Oh, that's yeah, good. Yeah, that's for sure. Good. Really? Oh, yeah. The only person that's beaten you for the six songs things we've done is uh, Jerry from Killer Dwarfs. He had a stack this big. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And stories. i surprised written. he was so coherent down and everything. Oh, yeah. He, we, we got him when he was before he started drinking. That oh, day. man. But I
3: will it. say this you're killing it on song selection, though. Oh, you're really? Saying, yeah. Oh, yeah. Really? Is
2: good. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. See, I figured yeah. I'd start off with the weakest one. Although I do love that tune, man. I love that tune. Yeah. I love yeah. that I love I love it, tune. Love yeah. that love love tune. All right, let's just get right into it. Um, I'm going to go. Uh, okay, we're going back to the 90s. And this one doesn't really count, though, because this is a band that no, most people don't care about, don't even know about but they, uh, they're one of my favorites. They got a special spot in my heart, Rhino Bucket.
4: No, oh, I like that. That's
2: love these name. guys, love everything about them. George is the coolest guy in the world. Um, you know, he just gets it, and uh, he, they are the world's drunkest band, and that is a fact, man. I've gotten drunk with him at 8 in the morning before. Uh, actually, last time I saw him getting back to the cruise was 8 in the morning. Um, show day. It was show day for him. He and they're a late night band, you know, they right. don't they play midnight or at the earliest. And of course, you got Brian Damage from Kicks, is their guitar player these days. And uh, it was eight in the morning and he stumbles off the elevator and he looked all whacked out. And I go, George, let me buy you a, a pina colada. And he goes, Hell yeah. So I bought him <laughs> a pina colada and we just hung out, you know, and uh, and then he told me he told me they were working on a new record in January which is right now so I'm looking forward because all their new records are fantastic Uh, you can't go wrong with any song by these guys but I'm gonna go with uh, Get Used To It that's their second record and the tune is She's a Screamer
1: She's a Screamer
4: awesome yeah. there you go that's a uh first time rhino bucket has ever been played on our yeah, show that's really? true yes. that is true which is I, weird because i like them i love them
2: yeah. i i'm a huge acdc freak they're my number one kiss probably number two you know right there with sabbath and uh but acd i've got an acdc tattoo and 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 uh i hate to say that they're an acdc ripoff but george would wouldn't care if you said that you know that's you know he he gets it well, you they know. come
4: from the same place same yeah. well no he's from finland No, i don't mean f- I mean the same place music. like musically. Yeah, like, their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So it's, it's the same spirit. You know you got
2: your Airborns and your Jackals and I love sure. them too. But the the fact that nobody in the world knows who, anything about Rhino Bucket. No. I just have to any any chance I get I got to wave that flag, you know. No, that's a really good pick. Yeah, so I'm trying yeah, to think you a well, lot of new Rhino Bucket
3: them. weren't back in the day was it was it Bill and Ted soundtrack?
2: Or they Rains were world world. on uh no soundtrack.
3: Wayne's World maybe, huh? Yeah, Wayne's World yeah. Two. Wayne's, World, Wayne's two. World Two. See, I think that was my first introduction to It was to Wayne's Rhino World Barcades.
2: Two and all maybe Airheads? No. No, like, no, I don't think it was Airheads. I don't think it was Airheads. But definitely Wayne's World Two. Yeah. I don't
4: remember. Was it one? In front of me right it now. might have been
2: one. Should we Google it?
4: Well, we can't. Well show notes. Go ahead and talk about other stuff <laughs> and I'll I'll Google it.
2: <laughs> they were in the Wrestler. They were in the soundtrack to the Wrestler. Yeah, which is a fantastic movie. You guys hip to that movie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah. It's like uh, it's like Anvil, but more depressing. You know? <laughs> yeah. I just watched that
4: recently, actually. The Wrestler. It's a, it's yeah, a for the very second time. Depressing
2: movie, but it's good. It's fantastic. Yeah. It makes you just like ugh.
4: Although, have you seen uh, Mickey Rourke lately? Good oh Lord. man. Mickey I, I never thought he could look worse but he does.
2: Oh dude, Mickey Rourke yeah. and, and, and the whole the feud he's got going with um, Lenny Dykstra it's hilarious. If you I guess uh, stern
4: fans, Wayne's Len- world first first one. Was it the first one? Yeah, I thought okay. so. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yep. Ride, what ride ride with yourself. Oh ride yeah, with yourself. That's a great yeah. song. Yeah, that's from the same
2: record. Yeah. Get yep. used to it. Yep, get used to it. The second one that record is flawless from front to back. Uh also Pain their third record also flawless. First record's great, too. It's self-titled. How many albums do they have? Dude, tons of them. They're, still, wow. putting them really? They're yeah. still putting them out. Really? Still putting them out. I don't know. Off the top of my head, they got to have at least five or six. I would have never even known that. Yep.
3: I just really kind of knew them for the one song off that soundtrack. and I always liked that song, but I, for whatever reason, <laughs> I just, I don't know. I never really followed up on it. But now had, I think I'm going to have to. They had
2: a decent-sized song with this tune, Hey There, off the same record. That's We play that on Hair Nation. It's a... It's, uh, it was a, you know, it was ninety two, so the whole thing was shit in the bed, you know. Right. It yeah. was done by then, pretty much. So they got screwed. But there is a tune called "Hey There" that was pretty big, and then they have another tune called uh, "Beat to Death Like a Dog" that was also pretty big. That was a different record, though. That was on their first record, uh, nineteen ninety.
3: So. Oh, right on. To, from this day forward, I vow to get more Rhino get Bucket their in, second, in my life, dude.
2: I am telling you, you are gonna love more it. Of their stuff. They're they're fantastic. and they they are live. It's impossible to see them live. Unless you go on the cruise, because they just can't afford to go on the road. You know, they'll lose money. It's going to be you you and me and whoever else I can drag (laughs) drag to the show. They'll do maybe four or five, like, dates in the states you know here and there mm. but uh, uh, they're always on the cruise and man I'm just telling you they'll rip your face off it, I'm front row every time I'm just like and I'm getting to the point where I'm and I hate to say it but I've been to so many shows front row's really not my thing anymore you know Right. right. but those guys you'll get up there for that I'm fucking front row every time every time man yeah that's yeah, cool. Okay, so Excellent we're moving choice. right into the
4: last one. Yeah, we're on to the one. Oh song. man,
2: already? Hold on, let me be. Having too much fun.
4: <laughs> you hit the Google machine. Yeah,
2: my printer uh ran out of ink.
4: Thirty-eight billion dollar corporation. I was gonna say, yeah, the Sirius Studio needs thirty eight billion dollar corporation printer. and the printer yeah. runs out of ink. Nobody
3: can afford those fucking cartridges. <laughs>
4: That's true, man. <laughs> That's what we
3: always do with our printer. When we run out of cartridges, we fucking throw the printer away just and go really, buy a new printer. We might as well, as yeah. well, you can get a better deal on a new printer than you can to uh, find the cartridges you need.
4: I was listening to Eddie Trunk's show uh, the other day, the Monday show or the well, afternoon show. Well, actually, it's podcast. That he okay, does. and uh, somebody, but he was doing the show on. He was doing the show on his radio show at the time, and then he puts it out in podcast form. But he had the Tuesday night show. Or the Monday night I'm show. I'm not sure. Trunk Nation, I yeah, guess.
2: yeah, he's got two of them now, though. That's Well, where he's, I don't know, then.
4: He's on Monday through Friday now for two hours on a new channel. Well, this one he had, he brought Jim and Don in from that metal show, and they did their top albums in 2016 episode. And they had a caller call in, and, and he goes, this guy was from Nashville, and he's like, when the hell, he's asking Don and Jim, he's like, when the hell are you guys going to come to Nashville? You guys, you guys never come here. And then, of course, Jim was like, well, I was there about a year ago, year or two ago. And I, I, he, he actually said he's going to probably come back in April. Right on. But, uh, and uh, Eddie Eddie said that he's, I guess, been talking to Sirius about coming to Nashville to do some shows out of the studio here. <laughs>
2: he actually asked me about that. Did he? Yeah. He, last time I saw him, he said, hey, what's it like down there? And I'm like, dude, every everybody that is in every band that you play yeah, it, or talk about is here. Yeah. Right. It would make his job so much easier he could just tell tell him to come down to the studio yeah I was he talking about relocating no no just cause he every now and and then he'll go do a show in LA yeah and get all the LA folks so
4: they don't have to get on a plane right you know they can just come down to the studio he'd he'd have plenty of people to choose from he's
2: like what's it like down there what's the studio like I'm like dude it's gorgeous the main room is huge you'd be totally you know I mean this dude the serious studio here in Nashville is Mm -hmm. like you've been there yeah it's really nice it's nice and uh, he, 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 I'm like, dude, you got to do it. So it's just a matter of him getting down here. Yeah. And, but uh, relocating. He talks about getting out of New Jersey. He says he's he doesn't. not going to lo- leave. Them. I don't think so. No. it's He likes the Giants too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He, he's not going to leave his Giants.
4: Yeah. I don't see him pulling for the Titans.
2: I think if he did go anywhere, it wouldn't be here. Maybe Florida or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't yeah. know him that well, you know. He's but just, a lot of people, yeah. you know,
4: they get the flavor, they get the taste yeah, of Nashville. Uh, sometimes say, oh, once they man, get here, they're like, "Oh,
2: I'm going to move here." I got to tell you, I love it here. I sp- I'm coming up with my four year anniversary, and I got no complaints, man. It's uh, it's freedom. You yeah. know, yeah, you got no income tax. It's it's a. Well, had you asked to come down here, or did they say we're still no, I you to asked. Nashville. No, no, I asked. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I I asked Avery. Uh, my wife, she's from Mississippi, and we oh, right. wanted to be a little yeah. closer to family. And she also got accepted to grad school and at Belmont. And uh, and I didn't even know they had a studio here. Yeah. I just sent an email. I said, "Hey guys, uh, you know all the bosses," and I said, "I'm thinking about relocating, and uh, Nashville's on the top of the list. How do you feel about that?" And they wrote me right back, and they go. We got a studio there, no yeah, problem. I good. left on a f- that Friday and I came to work here on that Monday, you know. Nice. Nothing nice. to it. Right on. And now everybody cuz it's like, you know, those country folks at the radio mm-hmm. station. There's a, there's other dudes, there's uh, you know, there's uh college sports guys and stuff like that, but these 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 they look at me like I got six heads over there. You know? <laughs> God forbid anything goes missing cuz they're going to think I stole it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that long-haired freaky guy. <laughs> that was that damn long hair, man. <laughs> and he smells. <laughs> I'm like, well, maybe if you'd give me some air conditioning in my studio, I wouldn't smell so bad. You know? nice.
4: That's funny. But anyway, yeah. uh,
2: okay, ACDC it is, man. Have to go with my favorite band. Uh, I kind of want to make it a, a mix of uh, about half bands that you never, ever hear. It is a good uh, mix. And a, and a mix of bands that you hear, but songs that, that, you, that you don't hear. So I hope it was okay. But, yeah, uh, it was great. I'm going to go with a tune that was actually released as a single. Although, it was never a hit, and they the band themselves only played it live twice. Well, before you get to the song pick, how did you get into ACDC? How did I get into ACDC? Man, I don't know, man. Just going back to that era when the Black Album was coming out, when I was first discovering CDs, or probably even a little before that. You know, okay, f- let's go back even further. The old man. Mm-hmm. That's really where... Dad where, was into him. Not ACDC. He was into rock and roll. Mm-hmm. They were not his thing. He yeah. was Black Sabbath... Uh, l- More late 60s, you know, Jimi Hendrix, uh, Wishbone Ash, shit like yeah. that. Uh, and he had all the records. Zeppelin was really his thing. You know? Yeah. And uh, he had all the records and he was a Vietnam guy. So every Sunday uh, for whatever it was, it, he was a mailman, retired, uh, or not retired, but uh, ex-army, two tours of Vietnam when he was 18, 19. Uh, got out of the uh, military after six years, I think, and then joined the... Post office, and on Sundays when I was a little kid, he would have like these Vietnam acid flashbacks. Oh wow! And put on uh, his records and just blast the shit out of them, and it just kind of annoyed me, you know. Right. Until I got my first uh, my first snare drum when I was eight years old, and uh, and then all of a sudden those records started to make sense, you know. <laughs> yeah. And then next thing you know, you know. But as far as ACDC, I was probably in my early. I was probably in my. Uh, not quite a teenager yet, maybe 11 or 12. Mm -hmm. And it just kind of stumbled across my attention. I don't know how, maybe it was just, the cover, or it was—I mean, come on—it's like the number two selling
4: record well, in history. kind of one of those omnipresent bands for yeah, most of yeah. us. Yeah. They're not hard to I find. I could tell you how I got into them either. They're just sort of always there. They were just there, right? I yeah. mean, black back and it was back in black for sure. Well, the, and I guess the radio—I mean, the radio really is responsible for a lot of
3: well. And see, I can tell you from back in the day working on radio in Wisconsin, here was the problem with AC/DC was and I I remember I remember distinctly having a conversation with this beautiful girl at the bar one night and the bartender goes oh hey you know this is Aaron from Z104 and the girl's like whatever you know and I'm trying to talk to her yeah and you know, I say, Well, what's you know, well, Z one oh four sucks, you know. Oh. And I say, Oh, damn, well, well, what, well what kind of music do you like? Well, I like Stone Temple Pilots. And I was like, Well damn, what other rock whatever whatever station around here is playing that? You know, we're the only ones that play it. Yeah, but you guys only play like two, three songs, you know. <laughs> and she goes, And what's up with the ACDC? D C? Oh God, why do you gotta play A C D C all the time? And I say, What well, A C D C is awesome? And then she says, Yes, but you only play them same four songs over and over again cuz even today you know you turn that on true. one of these local rock stations you're going to hear hells bells you you're going to hear back in black long, yeah. you shook me all night long <laughs> and you know maybe one or two other ones mixed in there yeah. and so what i would do was and that that's where i really got into acdc because i i talk took what she had said and it was like you know what she says makes a lot of sense you know here's a band that's got you know 15 albums out by that time And, you know, there's some really, really good songs on here that you never get to hear. And so what I would do is I would bring, I'd get the CDs and I'd bring them in with me. And when I'd see, you know, You Shook Me All Night Long coming up on the playlist... I'd pop that out and put in Girls Got Rhythm or Touch Too Much or something, you know, that you don't hear all the time. So that was my way of being sneaky and still playing the ACDC, and I felt like I was doing the world a service, you know. It's like, okay, you know, yeah, ACDC does seem overplayed, but here, check this out. You know, this is ACDC, and it's awesome. But you may not have heard it, you know? Yeah. So that's where I really got into them, was trying to find other songs besides the same old, same old mm-hmm. ones you hear all the time.
2: Nope. So sweating with a chick? I
3: don't know. I you didn't married re- her. No, I didn't <laughs> marry her. <laughs> she was repulsed to my love by a love of ACDC and next Kiss. And... have a
4: drink on me. No, just... Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she
3: she would not let me put my love into her, babe.
2: Uh, see, that's it, man. Vaughn yeah. has the best lyrics. Yeah. I'm telling you. Uh, let me put my love into you. That song in particular is filthy. If you listen yeah. to the lyrics. <laughs> i mean it's so clever they've got so many filthy songs it's oh, one of, yeah, it's
3: yeah. it's really one of the sexiest songs ever too because it's got that groove it makes to me it. want to get it on every yeah. time dude every yeah. time like okay i gotta prove a point See, right I, now that's to me that's that's mu- uh mood music yeah you know yeah, yeah you get the right
2: chick you know? yeah. yeah what's what's the line on there uh, uh she wanted it hard she wanted it fast uh no yeah she wanted it hard she wanted it fast she liked it done medium rare medium rare uh, yeah what what? <laughs> what are you kidding me man it's like oh, genius awesome. brilliant, brilliant so good. brilliant. so my oh, yeah. uh my last number six her faster pussycat
3: gets a lot of that for all my bet yeah.
2: totally totally and uh Rat's really good at that yeah. too. Oh at, yeah. At the at the innuendos. Yeah. Sure.
3: All our favorite bands from that era because that was the subject matter absolutely. back then. You yeah, know? Absolutely. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. But hey, if you want to play on the radio, you gotta, you know, kinda be a little be clever. clever about it. And yeah. those guys were the most clever when it Bond, came to stuff like that. Hands
2: oh, down, was Bond genius. was the best. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going with uh, Dirty Deeds, uh, a tune, like I said, that was actually released as a single. It's going to be my only ballad of the evening. That's kind of what made me. It was an easy decision. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes.
4: So talk
3: about songs with a groove. Yeah. Yeah. So we're
4: going to play out with that. So before we play out with the song, uh, remind people where they can hear you on Sirius. So I'm on all
2: the time, man. If you've got a subscription, first of all, thank you. Uh, you're doing a good thing, not only for yourself, but for the universe. Everybody that works at that company is awesome. Everybody's got a smile on their face. It's a good group of people. And um, if you're looking for me in particular, I pick the tunes on Ozzy's Boneyard, weekday afternoons. It gets confusing. I'm on so often. I, <laughs> I really am. Uh, uh, but uh, I love every minute of it. So weekday afternoons on Aussie's Boneyard, and then at uh, 6 o'clock on the East Coast, I switched to hair nation, which is the, you know, the big haired, uh, people don't like to use the word hair. I don't mind. Nah, I yeah. get over it. You yeah, know what I mean? Everybody had big hair. Yeah. It's not an insult. So the Cinderella's and the rats and the poisons and that sleaze that, bees. Sle- yeah, we will throw that in nice. there and, uh, f- uh, pretty boy Floyd, junkyard. you know, junkyard. Yeah. They were at hair nation. We had our own festival this past year, Hair yeah. nation fest. And, uh, they were, they were, that's the first time I met them. They were super cool guys and real nice guys. You're right yeah. on. Yeah. We call them Drunkyard, you know. Drunkyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: As a matter of fact, recently
3: we had one of our writers from Decibel Geek was one of Ozzy's Ultimate Sinners. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: Laura. One
4: our, yeah, one of our writers. Laura,
2: yeah. right on. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, so yeah, and that's another thing. If, you, if anybody out there listening wants to come guest DJ on uh, Ozzy's Boneyard, we do it once a week. It actually airs during my show on uh, Thursdays at 3 p.m. East. That's the first airing, and then it replays a couple times on the weekend. But uh, it's real simple, and people ask me all the time, How do I come do that? You know, and I'm like, Dude, I just do what I say. It's re- all you got to do is send an email, and we'll make it happen. Ultimate Center at SiriusXM.com. You come on, you pick five tunes, you tell your story, and uh, you know, it's a, it's a great time. It also gives me an opportunity since it's on, uh, it's at three, two, two o'clock local time here in the afternoon, I can sneak out and have a burger and a beer. So that's pretty cool. So. Just send us an email and uh, we get you. And, and if and if they don't get back to you right away, just keep emailing them. And if they and if they don't get back to you at all, come to me <laughs> and I'll make it happen. Just say, hey man, I heard you on the uh, the pot, on the Decibel Geeks. No problem. Hit me on Twitter at Luke Carl. But uh, yeah, so weekday I'm I'm on like twelve hours every day, man. It's it's a marathon every day. And then uh, even on the weekends, I do Hair Nation in the afternoons. And uh, I mean, it's it's too much to remember, right? Basically just turn on either 38 or 39 mm-hmm. unless you wake up early. Then I'm not on. I, I don't, I don't wake up early, but, uh, I'll be on one of those two channels and it's, it's really a, a, a blessing, man. I, I love That's every cool. second of it. And you're right on all on. the social
4: media channels,
2: social yeah. media. Yeah. Uh, uh, Reverend Luke Carl on Instagram. That's my, I'm kind of overall social media. Are you? I'm not a Facebook guy. I gave that. You I were never big really into did. the Twitter for a while. Yeah. I still do the Twitter yeah. all the time. Uh, uh, but I, I I enjoy Instagram more. Really? I don't know why. It, most, mostly because I get to stare at motorcycles that are for sale. I guess. <laughs> okay. Chopper Swapper. Nice. Yeah. And cycle Porn. Cycle Porn. Uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> should be a. Ba- it's your new band. There you go. Yeah. I'll yeah. get back in the game with Cycle Porn. Yeah. Cycle Porn. The
3: new. You could be the latest incarnation of the Cycle Sluts from Hell.
4: Yeah. 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 I, don't I, I don't do well cool. enough to be a yeah. slut, but that's cool.
2: Live. They were super cool. Yeah. yeah. You've seen them live. I saw them live. Right yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. Cool.
4: All right, well, thanks for coming My on. My pleasure, man. Awesome. Appreciate a radio guy crossing enemy lines to talk to the ah, podcast. Ah, please. I love it. I love and, it. Uh, so
3: now we got to come up with another excuse to get you back we'll on. Anytime, We're going to have to keep coming up with concepts well, just to work around to get Luke Carl back on ah, the show. please. Well, since
4: nice. you do this for a living, we'll let you introduce the playout song. You
2: want me to introduce yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. So the going. Reverend Luke Carl, uh, the long hair extraordinaire on the Decibel Gig podcast. Podcast number
4: four. Four, four five, for me. How, what's the record? six. I think you. I have the record right now. We gotta, gotta keep today, that going. It's either you or Gary Corbett. I think you just edged him out. It's because so. I'm think like, so.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's because I come. In, I don't have anything else to do. <laughs> <laughs> he sets down one microphone, drives over here, and picks up another Pretty one. Pretty much, man. <laughs> <laughs> and there might have been a cold one in the truck on the way over. You never know. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So uh, ACDC, the greatest band on earth, with the long hair extraordinaire, the Reverend Luke Carl, the Sour Power, the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour because the cream always rises to the top on the Decibel Geek Podcast. It's right on. See you next week.
0: It's another lonely In another lonely town But I ain't too young to worry And I ain't too old to cry When a woman gets me down Got another empty bottle Mmm, in another empty bed Too young to admit it. Now I'm not too old to lie. I'm just another empty head. Mm, That's why I. mess now i broke another heart but i ain't too young to realize that i ain't too old to try try to get